again. What's good, Creamers? What's good, Creamers? Episode 46 of the Half and Half Podcast. The best podcast this side of the bell tower. The best podcast from a school that can actually beat Duke. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, I, right. Okay, look, I know we lost to you too, but it's okay. You know, we don't Feedy talk about Pablo, that. Pablo, wave your shirt like a helicopter. Yeah. Um, welcome back to the Half and Half Podcast. We're in a very, like, kind of, like, cozy lit room today, I think. Yeah. yeah it's comfortable. Yeah. Um, Ambience. Ambience. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Good word. Good vocab word. Thank you. Um, anyway, uh, we hope you all are having a good time. Good time out there. Yes. Um... Before we get into anything, I do just want to say one thing real quick. So, obviously, as I sort of suggested, NC State surprisingly not only beat Duke, but blew them out, right? Yeah. 22 points? Something like something that, like yeah. That. In that range. Yeah, it was a pretty impressive win for us when, we, you know, we don't have many impressive things going on. We don't have many impressive things going on with that team sometimes. But, as usual, it brought out a lot of hatred on Twitter because the UNC fans got all uppity. Because the NC State fans were talking big, and you know how yeah, it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, y'all, I always say this. Uh-oh. He's, he's about to pop off. No, I'm just saying. Keep it keep it in sports. You know, like, if mm-hmm. we can talk all about how, like, the NC State Athletics program. Look, NC State Athletics as a whole has sucked. Yeah, yeah. Historically. I yeah. will say, I think, if because I'm we're a huge. A, we're, I was going to say, we're a quote-unquote basketball school with one March Madness win. <laughs> with one, yeah. So, like, I'm saying, like, I think. I'm always, like, a huge, like, what have you done for me lately type of guy. Update your resume. And I think lately the entire athletics department has been much better here. Yeah. Because we can talk about, like, swimming's been really good. Wrestling's been really good. Baseball's been really good. Women's basketball. Women's basketball's been really good. And those are, like, and I think, like, it's developing. Because I think this whole school is symbolic of, like, just because we've been here for a while doesn't mean we can't get better. Because even academically, the school's, like, improved a lot. You know, we hear about the like 40% acceptance now. We've heard about the yeah. admission stuff, like how we're getting way more people now, so they've, they've made it harder to get in, which kind of makes me glad we got in when we Hell did. Hell yeah, brother, let's go! I think we, <laughs> we missed it by a year. Literally the next year, I think they made it harder. Yeah. And apparently it's been getting much harder. Yeah. But my point is, when we talk sports, keep it in sports. But, like, what I don't really like to see from any side is, like, don't go discrediting people for going to one school or not going to the other. I do have a story other. about that, too, but you, you keep going for time. I'll let you know. So. But, um, you know, because, like, I think, like, getting accepted into a school is impressive sometimes. Some, yeah. of, the, some yeah. of them I'm not as impressed by. But, like, getting... <laughs> Flex out of weight. No, no, no. I, it's like getting into a school is impressive most of the time. Okay, well, some schools that got, like, 80% acceptance, right? I, I, like, I know what you You know what mean, I'm yeah. trying to say? Yeah. But I'm saying, like, you know, the triangle, the triangle schools, it's it's pretty crazy how you have three schools in that close proximity that are all very good. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I think if you want to go at, like, NC State sucking at sports or you want to go at UNC for the violations or you want to go at Duke, it's kind of hard to go at Duke. But very you go difficult at Duke. to go at Duke. <laughs> I mean, Duke sucks at football, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. We, didn't, we did it too this year. Yeah. But – I think when you start bringing in into like people like academics and you're starting to like make fun of people and be like, oh, you're stupid, or like the narrative like you're only going to state because you couldn't get into Chapel Hill. Oh, that yeah, yeah. Or like calling people from Chapel Hill racist for no reason. I oh, saw really? that. Yeah, oh, that's dope. I love that. I mean, like, I think respect your peers from that perspective, but like you know, sports fair game. But like outside of that, y'all just show a bit more class, man. It ain't that big a deal. Well, yeah, I was gonna say. I remember. So I was at a conference last year. This is one. Of, this is one of the weeks that I was. Was gone. it the one at UNC Charlotte? Yes, yes. Okay. Where I where I ran to Arjun. Shout, Shout out Arjun. Arjun. 
uh, A1 Creamer right there. A1 Creamer 1. Yeah. Creamer um, A1. <laughs> Shout out the sauce. Not that great value stuff. You know, yeah, like, sauce. like, not that stuff you're going to find at the diner. Like, the stuff you buy for your house. Like, He's that's viscous. Like, that's right. <laughs> okay. Viscous Creamer. Um, so, we, I was at this... I don't know if I've, I maybe have told the story on the podcast like way way back. But yeah, because around the time you went to that conference, we were very early. We in were our... like five episodes deep. Yeah, or we were very early. Yeah. So, I was talking to people from the UNC delegation, and we were just having like a friendly little, you know, ah, uh, well, we got you in football. Ah, well, we got you in basketball. Ah. Just whatever, you know, like me and like one. We of got the, you in wrestling. Me yeah, and one of the women story. on the other exact board, you know. Yeah. Straight and shot. Okay, you weren't mind. like the like the fifty year old Twitter users who are taking the shit way too seriously. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, it was like it was all fun. It was all playful. Whatever. It was. Know? And then I I mean I imagine it was this guy that's in their delegation too. What like comes on and he just hears me and her just kind of like giving jazz back and forth. Each just, other. again completely. It it's was banter. all banter. It's just and good banter. Fun. It was all great. Yeah. Th- this guy's the guy on Twitter who makes the shit way too exactly. hot for no reason. And he goes just up to me. Well, at least we're not a farm school. Oh my god. And I was like, oh, this idiot. So, context for those of you that don't go to NC State. NC State has a very good agricultural department. With Historically, like that's where the like school's that. basis is. Yeah. Is it, ag. Even though ag was its basis, it's turned more into STEM schools. Years have went on. However, there are people that try and disparage NC State for being a farm school, which is not fair because farming is hard as hell. Farmers are important. Yes. Also, like the the because like if you take if you take like I took like in high school I took this uh, class that was like human geography. Yeah. And it talked about how like traditional farming in the Western world is kind of dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot more like about overseeing a lot of automated processes. And it's yeah, actually yeah. a lot more complicated. Oh, it's very difficult. I think yeah. we would like the like I think regular farming is a pain. Look, yes, it looks yes. like very difficult mm-hmm. from like a the like work you do. Yeah. 100%. But because like like these bigger farms like that produce a lot of goods that are either sold as is or sold to make other goods. Yeah. It's really complicated now, actually, and I think, like, also, like, are you really disparaging the people who help you get food? Yeah. Like, no, are we really doing this? And then, like, so, yeah, like, that happened, you know, and he said, like, you know. That insult just doesn't make yeah. sense to me, and I think, because it's not really work as an insult, but it's also not really accurate anymore. Yeah. Because that program is taking a backseat anyway. To but the- but nonetheless, like, it's, it's, it's incredibly disrespectful for people that, like, choose farming. Because it makes it, it paints them like, oh, you're dumb. I've actually met, You're like, a farmer because you are dumb. Like, that's, like, the stereotype. We make fun of them here, too, in our own way. Like, there's, like, a stereotype yeah. of the NC State ag kids. Well, I know it's, a, well, more the ag frat. The ag frat kids. The ag kids. frat kids are Let's specify. ridiculous, yes. They are. But I've met some of them, and some of them, like, are really, like, they're doing this because they're really into, like, making an impact by making, like, food distribution better or, yeah, like, coming yeah. up with new ideas. So, like... I just think it's, you know, like, we make fun of majors and stuff like that, but, like, farming, which is, like, literally, like, goes back to, like, the start of civilization. The most necessary of necessary careers, essentially. Like, if the world, like, fell apart, farmers would have a leg up on, like... The rest of us. The rest of us. Like, what am I going to do? Calculate statistics? Yeah, like... When there's nothing to calculate? It's like, okay, global warming gets, like, say, like, climate change destroys the earth, essentially, and there's, like, very little usable land left. Do you yeah. think that, like, a person with a poli-sci degree is going to be able to do anything with it? They're going to try and, like, well, they, I guess And they I say poli-sci because it's just a random whatever. I guess they like, could try and, like, start Start a new society. society. 
oh, come on, we're not putting politicians in charge again if that happens. <laughs> yeah, no. We're not making that mistake again. They're going to be like, yes, finally, I can apply my Lenin-Marxist <laughs> theory. <laughs> no, yeah, we're, if the world ever collapsed, if governments collapse, we're never putting politicians in charge again. You have to realize that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think people would want it. I think we would revert back to our animalistic days of just, like, rather smart person or strong person becomes in charge. Basically. Yeah. But, so he says that, right? The yeah. farm school thing. So he says the farm school thing. Probably and kills the whole vibe. No, it did, yeah. And even, like, people on his delegation seemed a bit like, uh, you know? Bro, And bro, I was just bro, like, bro. I was like, are you, like, kind of, like, coming at farmers? Or, like, you know, I was like that. And he's like, look, I'm just, you guys are in ag school, you know? Like, you know, we got, like, medical, all this stuff. And I'm like, all right. What are you right. talking about? Like, the med school and what stuff. What if the main pipelines to their med school comes from here? North Carolina State, yeah. I know. <laughs> Um, it's us and the people from their school that make up most of that med school. It's yeah, but, like, so I, I kind of just, like, ignored him a bit. And, like, I said, like, that little thing. That's about, the like, guy you know, who's way too invested in what college he goes to. Yeah, and I just went back to, like, you know, with the girl and everything. And I was like, oh, well, you know, you know, baseball team was looking pretty good this year. <laughs> it's hard to and get the momentum he, back. He says, yeah, well, we're more blue collar than you. And then I was just like, I turned around and went, wait, wait, you wait, said you're wait, more blue collar. You you're more blue collar American, apparently. But you also just made fun of farmers. And he went, Okay, touche. <laughs> First of all, this man needs to learn that we are more of a well. Farming falls under STEM. It's like a science. Yeah, but like, yeah. We're more like an engineer research. We're an R one school. That's we are an R one school. Thing. Yeah. Also, like R one school is a research based university. Even UNC students know that their reputation is they're pretentious, not that they're blue collar. No, yeah. No yeah, one's ever looked at a Tar Heel and been like, "That's a blue collar." The, the, the negative stereotype associated with UNC with UNC Chapel Hill is the pretentious. is that they are pretentious, rich, yada yada. yada and yada. that's where I think some people go too far and just call them racist, which exactly. Chill. That's look. Just because you're rich doesn't mean you're racist. And also, we but yes, there's probably more racist rich people than racist poor people yeah Fair. but also like the silent sam thing should not be an indictment on the student body because a lot of them wanted the statue on yeah, it's not yeah. their choice yeah also we have buildings named after people we probably shouldn't have them named after anymore like which ones daniels who's daniels named after uh nick uh shout out nick uh nick told me it's apparently very bad really uh you know dhl jr is the library but his dad yeah i was gonna say that that guy. one's fine because it's dhl jr it's but it, the problem is people think of his dad and dhl senior was like he fought in the civil war for the south right wasn't that it yeah something yeah like that. dhl senior fought for the civil war the library is named after dhl jr and people sometimes make the mix up that it's that's named after the dad which it's not colon and the song's currently finding out Daniels all things. So His basically, full name is Josephus. Josephus Daniels. <laughs> yes. Incredible name. Okay. Um, but yeah, no. So basically, right now, like to kind of like put like circle back on all that. Um, Daniels was a vehement white supremacist and segregationist. Okay, we should rename Daniels all <laughs> quickly. <laughs> rename it to Mangenhall. Yeah, that's a go. Yeah. Mangan half and half Manor. Hall. Mangan Manor. Yo, that's need. dope. You need to get a house. I need to get a house, yeah. We need a crib. <laughs> hey, if I get this internship, you know? <laughs> shit happens. Yeah, I'm not going to speak too much on that because I don't want to get, get, get caught anyway, myself, but whatever. Enough about dummies who take what school they go to too seriously. Yeah. But... about dummies i was pitching this to Aiden. I, yeah yeah I so hear about this. uh i listened to a podcast called no dunks which is an nba podcast mm-hmm. is that ringer no no they're, okay. they're at the athletic oh gotcha yeah yeah so they do this segment every friday called worst of the week 
Okay. And it's usually like the worst of the week in like NBA related stuff. Unsurprisingly, the Knicks usually tend to win it somehow. Well, of course. Whether it be Marcus <laughs> Morris's comments that were very like Wait, what Marcus sexist I? laced. Oh, I didn't hear this. What oh, Marcus do you do you did you okay, so this is like context. New York Knicks, not a good franchise. Awful. Marcus terrible. Morris, actually not on the Knicks anymore. He's on the Clippers yeah. now. Yeah, he got traded. Right? But um, they were playing the Grizzlies, yeah. and near the end of the game, the Knicks were getting blown out at this point, but Jay Crowder, who's a, the player on the Memphis Grizzlies, steals the ball, and there's like a couple seconds left, but he sort of just like steps into the corner to just jack up a three, Yeah, and uh, someone on the Knicks took offense to that and hip-checked him <laughs> to the stands. Um, so then after the game, Shout out Celtics legend, they Jay asked Crowder. Marcus Morris about him, and so he can't call him a bitch, right? Okay. Which is why he clearly wanted to call him. Yeah. But somewhere in his brain, he thought that the, the next smart equivalency was to say what he was to call to say whatever Jay Crowder did as female tendencies. Is that the exact quote he used? He used female tendencies. What? It was like he flops and he he was essentially trying to equiv essentially the equivalency was made that being soft is a female tendency. Yikes! There's a lot of WNBA players that would, <laughs> would not yeah, be happy with him. So. <laughs> Didn't go too well. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that's he's wanted James Dolan, who's the Knicks owner, has wanted on many. Well, occasions. of course, he's just he's just constantly stupid. Um, actually, for that week that happened, the Knicks were nominated for worst of the week for three different things. Really, the player who hip checked Jay Crowder. Yeah. Marcus Morris, and then the Knicks showers because Ja Morant, who's a star rookie on the Grizzlies, said yes. they were playing in New York, and he said the visiting players' locker room had no hot water. <laughs> And he's like, he's like, damn, we can't even get a shower up in here. Okay, you see, the thing is that they got to find different ways to throw the competition off. Yeah. When your team is that, that bad. That was kind of funny to me. When your team is that bad, you have you to find look. new ways to throw the competition off. Yeah. Yes, but you you were saying, though, with uh, the So segment. I thought we could do like a little, like a mini segment at the beginning of our episodes. And I was thinking of a name. And I was like, well, where do you get shitty coffee? It's usually like at a hotel, like all you can eat breakfast buffet sort of thing. Yeah. Or it's on airplanes. Yes. And we don't want to get sued. Yeah. So, what's the worst airline you can think of? Um, there are two. What are the two? Uh, United and American. Right. But Americans in the news more. Yeah. Yeah. I'd argue. Yeah. For being bad. Yeah. So, but we can't name the segment after American Airlines because we'll probably they'll find they'll, it. And they'll sue, sue it. They will somehow find it and sue us. So. We need to come up with a way to get around it. So this is the Schmamerican Airlines. No, Schmamerican's Schmairlines. Schmerican Schmairlines. Yes. Coffee cup award. Yes. Who for the gets, worst of the week. For the worst of the week. Who gets a piping hot cup of um, Schmamerican Schmairlines coffee? <laughs> and I have three candidates that I, I uh, have here. Yes. Uh, two of them are nominees, and then one of them is my winner, okay. personally. So. Okay. Well, for, I I, I want to hear your three. I want to hear the three of them though. Okay. Mix up the order, whatever. Okay. Okay. I don't so, like. I want to hear the three of them as they happen, and I'm going to give my worst and your worst. Okay. But it is your award to give this week. Okay. Though, definitely. So. Yes. Uh, first up, mm -hmm. uh, Trump. Not not just him as a person. Mm -hmm. Trump specifically for what he said about parasite. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. By, uh, That's up there. Yeah. Which uh, context? Do you want to give the context? Because I think you yeah. probably you've seen the movie too. Oh, so I love it. Yeah. Okay, so Parasite was, in my opinion, the second best movie. It won 127 awards. It did. It won a ton of awards. It was the second best movie I saw, or my second favorite. 
that I saw in twenty. But in deserving winner. Oh, it was it was it was amazing. Like yeah. it like the only reason the only reason it's my second favorite is I also saw the lighthouse that year and I thought the lighthouse was like a masterpiece. Yeah. So like it's just like it's like in every other year. Last year it would have been the best movie by far. <laughs> last year sucked. The year before that it probably would have also this year's off been to a rough movie. start. <laughs> yeah, we're not having great. Well, apparently it's, Birds of Prey is good, but made no money. Um, wait, really? Oh yeah, I didn't hear about Birds that. of Prey. Um, it's just the marketing was terrible. It's not. It's probably gonna lose a bit of money, Yikes. which anyway. is a shame because apparently it's good. But um, Parasite but yeah. was good. Parasite was really good. Parasite, right. I highly recommend to everybody to go see it. It won best foreign film, and then it won best picture at the off at the Oscars too. And then there was which a, a lot of some Oscar purists, which I didn't know those people actually existed. I guess they're the board. Well, purist is a funny way to say racist. Racist, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> took offense to it because yes. they're like, it can't be in both categories, which makes no sense. That makes no sense at all. It's like, look, there have been animated features that have won Best Animated, been up for Best Picture. So why can't it be in a it's, subcategory? Yeah, it doesn't make sense, yeah. Also, at the Grammys, you can win Best Album and also be up for Best Hip Hop Album. Or Pop or yeah, whatever, or whatever genre. Yeah, it doesn't, it, and yes, you'll probably win that subcategory if you're up for the best one. But like, yeah. look, it's just You know what's funny? It's stupid. Uh, the fact that, what's his name? Is it Bong Joon-ho? Bong Joon-ho, yeah. He basically thought, acted like the Oscars was just a local award show. It was amazing, Because he yeah. was like, it's not he, like. He negged them into giving him that best picture. He Oscar. roasted the fuck out. He is the funniest dude. I love him. He's, He's amazing. So, they win best picture. Yeah. It's a lot of racists, basically. Like, come on. Like, the, the idea that, like, because the movie was not made in America, it yeah. can't be the best Here's picture. Here's the thing. Right, we have yeah. to make this clear. Yes, if you don't think it deserved Best Picture because you liked another movie better, that's not a problem. That's fine, whatever. But it's because I think a lot of people are <clears throat> using the fact that it's not an American-made film. Yes, to discredit saying, it, or they're saying that, but then they'll also be like, "Oh, but it wasn't even the Best Picture anyway," to try and like kind of mask that. Reasoning. I'll say this: out of the nominees that I had seen, which I uh, which I hadn't seen like Ford v Ferrari, Nine Seventeen, then that I was saw it. Ford v Ferrari. Yeah, it's a bit too. It's a very safe. It would be a very safe pick. Yeah, yeah. It's not particularly great, but it's really good. So it, it's like Green Book last year. The safe it's pick. good. It's, it's like I was good gonna, movie. I was, it's like the safe pick though. Yeah, it's a safe. Yeah, it's yeah. like I watched it. And I was like, that'll get an Oscar nomination. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. It was a good movie though. I'd recommend it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Very dad. Big dad energy. In the oh, I imagine. Movie. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, I loved Parasite. It was it was great. Um, it won Best Picture, which I was really happy about. Yeah. Because again, out of the nominees I had seen, it was by far my favorite, and yeah. I was like, yes, this is amazing. Yeah. And it also felt it didn't feel like you know, oh, we're giving the Best Picture to a foreign film for the first time because we want like because we have to. No, it was like critically across it the was board one of the really most acclaimed cool. films. Yeah. It was awesome. And so, then Trump came along. Yeah, yeah. At a rally. At a rally. Yeah. Ooh. A week and a half after the awards, by the way, so it's yeah. very late. And he, I remember he was just like, yeah, what about this thing Parasite winning Best Picture? What the hell was that about? He started it off like a stand-up bit. Yeah, it was so... Y'all heard of this Parasite movie? It was so bizarre. And then he said Gone with the Wind should have won. Well, he was saying, like, what happened to the movies like Gone with the Wind and From Sunset 1958 Boulevard? From 1958 or say, whatever? So apparently Trump has not seen a movie since, like, the early 60s is yeah. what I'm hearing. The best one is I, like... I shouldn't do this. It's a it's a, not a safe place, but I went in the comments. Yes, yes. And I saw this woman be like, her logic was, I haven't seen a movie in years, but these new movies, this movie was not very good, or these new movies aren't very good. And everyone was like, if you haven't seen a movie in how years, would you even... how would you fucking know if it sucked or not? I, I, I hate people that are like, you know. I haven't seen bad. it, but it was all hype. Not that, but like, not just, I mean, not just that, but people who are like, this is just like another thing. People are just like, 
Things were so much better when I was younger. Movies were so much better. Gone with the Wind, I have no interest in ever watching it. I've heard the plot is rather... I don't care about Gone with the Wind, personally. I don't care. I don't but care. But, like, it's whatever. Also, dude, like, that's it's all subjective. It really is. No, it is, yeah. And look, there, the, a bunch of subjective opinions that's awarded fine. Parasite with the award. But Trump went up there and echoed a racist sentiment with, like, his If you would like to use and, like, Boomer in this context, it is very appropriate. Yes, yes. It was a very Boomerish type of sentiment that he had echoed. Yeah. So, yes, that was very bad. So, that's one. That's one. My next one is, do you know who Patrick Patterson is? Patrick Patterson. Great name. Yeah, I don't know him. Okay, a lot of you probably don't know it because he sucks. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Patrick Patterson is a NBA player just by the mere fact he's on an NBA team, I guess I need to address yeah, him as yeah. such. Yes. Uh, he plays for the Clippers. He's a power forward. Uh, I think mm-hmm. he comes – he started to the first game, but I think he just a, comes off the bench. Okay, yeah. So, context. Uh, Kobe passed away, as a lot of you probably know. Yeah, very tragic. Yeah. Uh, he passed away on a Sunday, and that Wednesday or Tuesday – the Clippers and Lakers were supposed to play a game. Yeah. It was cons- the Lakers were the home team. Mm-hmm. For context, they're both LA teams, and the they Clippers and the Lakers, the and they both play in yeah. Staples Center. But when the home team, when one of them's the home team, the arena, like they changed the decoration and the paneling and stuff. Yeah. So the Lakers were home. So it would have been like the Lakers court with all their, you know, all the Lakers decorations, whatever, right? Yeah. It's just a really a cosmetic thing. And also, like, even when the Clippers are the home team, the Lakers fans are still more prominent. And that's true for most games the Lakers play, actually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But that was that, like, that was basically, like, a few days after. And both the Lakers and the Clippers, both teams were like, let's postpone this yeah, matchup. Yeah. Just because playing a game in Staples Center, specifically a Lakers home game, doesn't really feel appropriate. You, like, give them time to heal, essentially. Yeah, and also give it gave the, the Lakers time, time to put – because now the Lakers home court has a Kobe Bryant logo decal on yeah, it. Yeah. So, it gave them time to, I think, put that because I think they wanted to, like, immortalize them on the court. Yeah. And TNT, which is the network that was broadcasting that game, did a whole in-memoriam special during the time slot okay. that game would have played. Very good. That's them. where you've yeah. probably seen the clips of Shaq giving his speech yeah. and Jerry West yeah. and all these other important NBA figures connected very, with Kobe. A, a very classy move by TNT. And it was very yeah. solemn. It was very yeah. sad. Watching Shaq cry made me very sad. I know. That was, that was tough. But... So that game has been rescheduled. The date's been announced. It's rescheduled for April 9th. So they moved it to like near oh, the end birthday. of the regular season. Oh, wow, yeah, I get to birthday. watch wow. the Lakers Clippers on oh, cool. Yeah. So Patrick Patterson went to his Instagram story and posted, a, I guess, a screenshot of like the announcement post or the picture announcing the date change. Yeah. And then he posted saying, well, what if we say no to want to play in a game that you guys rescheduled? Oh, my God. So, first of all, it's incredibly tone deaf. Yeah. yeah. Because this game was rescheduled because someone died. Someone – probably, I would argue, the greatest ambassador to basketball ever yeah, died. died. Yeah. Tragically. So, and also, both fucking teams have to agree on that. I was the about Clippers to say, are not classless because Donald Sterling's been gone for five <laughs> years. So, they were like, yeah, let's reschedule it because we'll play it eventually. It doesn't yeah. matter to and us. And, again, I, I – I, I bet that Balmer or whoever, like, who's the GM of the Clippers? It's Balmer. It, it, Balmer's the owner. I don't know if he also functions as GM. But whoever has that, like, decision-making with, like, the schedule, I guarantee he had, like, a say in the decision. And I think most people were predicting yeah. it was going to be an end-of-the-season game well, anyway. Well, it makes sense, that's where yeah. the most time it is makes sense. to put yeah. it in. Yeah. Also, say, you like, have yeah. to play 82 games anyway. Why do yeah, you why care? why do you care that's then and not, like, yeah, that's stupid. That's definitely stupid. Yeah, death, but yeah. here's the problem. Yeah. Because it stacks with him. Mm-hmm. Patrick Patterson. 
So here's how this other scenario goes. Patrick Patterson is married yes. to a white woman. And the reason I point okay. out her race is it'll become imp- important. Okay. So personally, I hate this thing. When it's usually with minorities. I haven't really seen it happen with white women towards white men. Maybe it's a thing. I wouldn't mm-hmm. know. I'm not informed. But I've seen it with like Asian women. Specifically, I've seen it with Indian women and with black mm-hmm. women. Where they'll go at a man of that ethnicity. So Indian woman at a Indian man, black woman at a black man. Yeah. For marrying or being with a white person. Oh, white guys! White guys do this about black men too. Like, like it's not good. But I'm saying there will be like you know they'll Wait, say really? it about white girls with black. Go men. for the yeah. black men. Yeah, they'll say. They'll, I'm saying this isn't just. Do you remember that, the yeah. really dumb be the dumb thing swirling around Black Panther with how Michael B. Jordan was, was dating, dating a white, white woman? Yeah, I remember that. So yeah. I always hate that because yes. you guys are part. Just fuck off. Yeah. Like yes. I understand they're coming from. They're trying to come from a place of like, we don't want our race to be like oh i don't want to date you because i think you're worse or something yeah but people have preferences man if they don't want to date you just leave it you know yeah. I, i'm just saying no, yeah, yeah, yeah. i think like, like it's it's fair just date who you want to date yeah. yeah so when i first saw that's what was going on i was like okay i feel bad for this guy yeah yeah but then he, i saw that he had responded and i was like why are people so up in arms about his response let me see what his response was mm-hmm. his response essentially involved comparing black women to Bulldogs? Oh my god. <laughs> so, not See, here's the thing. His response, not good. There's some situations where it's really hard to make yourself look like the asshole. Yeah. And he somehow did it. I was about to say All he that's, had to say was impressive. stop attacking my wife, leave us alone. All he had to all he had to say was I married my wife because I love her. That that would have been it. <laughs> and now we're here. So, this thing is is like this is a tone deaf thing and it's fucked up, but because he had done this earlier in the season, I think people were like, "Wow." Someone needs to take away Patrick Ooh. Patterson's phone. He's also not very good. Yeah, yeah. But that's Whoops. two. <laughs> that's number two. Wow. Okay, what's number three? And then three? my third one is uh, Major League Baseball Commissioner <laughs> Rob Manfred yeah, yeah. for being a fucking idiot. Every single like every single turn and every single statement has been bad. So It's amazing. Me and Aiden talked like about the Astros cheating scandal last week's episode. If you want a bit more context, I recommend you go find the timestamp and listen to that. Yeah. But in general, there's been a lot of fallout because naturally this is going to be storyline for the entire baseball season and then a lot of it's going to happen now because it's only spring training. A lot of Astros players are going to be hit with a lot of fastballs. Yeah, and That's a lot of the I'm Astros saying. players aren't doing themselves any favors because yeah. they're talking a bit too much. Yeah, yeah. So Rob Manfred is the commissioner of Major League Baseball and said it'd be stupid to take away the championship and refer to the trophy as a piece of iron, but it's the commissioner's trophy. Yeah, yeah. So he just devalued the, trophy the league's was, main yeah. award. Yeah. Also, I've seen a lot of people say, don't give anyone the title. Just strip it. Just just get rid of it. Just, yeah, for that, it. just be like 2017. No the, one the, won. The winner was invalid. We yeah. all lost. We all lost, yeah. Yeah, so Rob Manfred for being a – he's so dumb. So dumb. He's so dumb. So dumb. Like, he makes Roger Goodell look like a genius. It's amazing how – it's amazing how quickly he his – like, the perception of him just got so bad. Yeah, because all the leagues have commissioners, and I think yeah. most people like Adam Silver, the NBA's Yeah, Adam Silver's a good commissioner. Uh, Roger Goodell gets a lot of flack. Yeah. And then this guy sucked so bad that Roger Goodell now looks less bad. Exactly. It's amazing. And yeah. then I don't know who hockey hockey's uh, commissioner I don't know is. either. I, I say he's solid. By the fact that I don't hear anything, he's, he's probably fine. solid. He's yeah. probably not yeah. done anything terrible. Yeah. Um, best commissioner, though. Rob Manfred. I was say best commissioner currently. I think like the highest approval rating amongst like the it's sports probably Adam fans. Silver. Well, I was gonna say Oliver Luck XFL. 
Oh yeah, Adam, X- Andrew X- Luck's X- dad. All XFL fans love Oliver Luck. It's so funny. Oh, Oliver Luck's yeah, he's, he's not a cool there. guy. Yeah. But Rob but yeah. Manfred, for being a man in that position and just not knowing what to do, hire somebody. Ask somebody to write your your lines for. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Like it baffles me how someone that rich and that successful, and in that much power, cannot yeah. just have the, the the basic thing to be like, hey, I don't know what to do. So let me not, get not, some people around only, me. So there's also like another thing that he said to you that was really dumb. It was um, the reason they didn't go after like suspending any of the players. He said we didn't want to deal with the grievances from the players' association. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't want to deal with like the back end of having to like fight like a few cases or whatever or like arbitration. So I'm just not gonna punish them. Nice. That's so dumb. That's like that's basically like say there was like also you know, the players' association isn't gonna come on his out. No, they probably pause. would a bit. But that was the terrible way to phrase <laughs> that. The players' association isn't gonna go at him so aggressively just because part of the players' association are these hates players them. who hate yeah, hates them. who yeah. hate the Astros. Yeah. So but, no, they, he would get some grief from them. But again, what would have happened was he maybe he was like you know I don't know like year long suspension for all these guys. They probably would have been argued down to like half a year or whatever. You know yeah. like that's what would have happened. And yeah. he was just like, he didn't want to deal with it at all. Anyway. Which is stupid. Those are my nominees for the American Schmerlein's Cup of Coffee. Mm-hmm. Who do you think deserves it the most? Personally, uh, I'll go with Pat Pat. Yes, sir. Patrick Patterson. That was yours, too. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. For once in your fucking life in your mediocre NBA career, you get you've an award. You've won something. <laughs> you've won something. I was going to say, because like I th- I was thinking, like who's going to top the Trump one? Because I was like, that's bad. That was really bad. That's really bad. He was number two, if I were yeah, to rank that's it. that's what I was And thinking. then Manfred is just so it's dumb, just dumb and incompetent. Yeah. But I was like, so here's the thing. The two things, like the Trump and the Pat Pat both had racially weird things. But Pat Pat also had dead guy. Yeah, I was like, ignorance. So it's like not only is it the racial aspect, it's also the being ignorant about a person's passing on top of it. So yeah, I'm going with that. Yeah, good job, Patrick Patterson. Wow. Anyway, speaking of sports, I wanted to. I mean, if you're okay with us transitioning through, yeah, this. I'm fine with transitioning. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be an interesting discussion because I think this. I, I, I'm just gonna say I'm probably gonna like keep a leaderboard, just like keep track. Who's <laughs> one of the most? Yeah. Yeah, if yeah, someone wants like, to do that for us, too, that'd be fun. I'll funny. take care of it. Actually, it. you know what else? What? Uh, I encourage you guys, send your nominees to the podcast account so it, we yeah. can go ahead DM and look us, yeah. into it. Um, if you got someone that just was acting I wanted to week, put someone in for yeah. talking shit about Pop Smoke's passing, which Smoke, was it Pop Smoke? Pop Smoke, yeah. Which, by the way, we didn't really talk about it because we don't know much about him, but we will say. We feel like it's, 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 tragic, tragic. To see, it's tragic to see someone that young die again 20 years it's old it's become a trend it's awful which yeah. i was thinking we might get to later we'll see about this whole like young rappers dying yeah but this one it's just so upsetting to be like this one's an upsetting situation because like again he's so young and it was like a robbery a like, home invasion so, a yeah. home invasion so weird so out of nowhere in the hollywood hills like yeah just got it's just sucked. awful and i couldn't find anyone being shit terribly shitty about it because i'm not gonna go like yeah, k-pop accounts are terrible well, yeah we're so. not gonna search it out you know so Anyway, um, what I wanted to just talk about for a little bit is uh, this: the CBA negotiations with the NFLs. I think actually become quite interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So the CBA, collective bargaining agreement. Yeah. Every sports league has them. It's essentially a very long and complicated contract between the owners of a sports league and then the players, usually detailing how revenue is split, 
and various other things, and then even post-career, like pension, healthcare, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, the NFL is currently undergoing it, and the reason these are important is because if a collective bargaining agreement is not decided upon by a certain date, there's a lockout, and that can cause the season to get delayed. Yes. It's happened in the NBA before. I think the NFL's had it a lockout. It has happened in the NFL before, yeah. Yeah. Uh, MLB had a lockout, yeah. A lot, so, right now they're progressing, and the players voted no on the initial proposal mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. And Aiden and I are both on Twitter quite a bit, and we've you've probably seen Richard Sherman's not very a big fan of the CBA that they're going yeah, with. Yeah, well, it's a bad, it's, in my opinion, it's a bad J.J. Watt's not a fan of it yeah. either. He said hard no. Yeah. And he's not on the executive board, so he can yeah. just put I think I think Sherman is, though. I yeah, Sherman's definitely higher. negotiating. Yeah. I think he is, yeah. Now, here's the problem, right? Yeah. So... Pat McAfee said this, very smart man when mm-hmm. it comes to this sort of thing. He said the reason the NFL owner's side is winning the perception battle is because think about it this way. When Adam Schefter or any other insider reports mm-hmm. what's going on, right? Yeah. They're getting that information from someone. Yeah. So he's saying the NFL is, like, feeding, like, all these great benefits, the fact that the players would be getting, like, $5 billion in revenue shifted towards their side or whatever. Yes, but no. Because I well, like based on like uh, let me just say a like, quick comment on that, based off the current contracts that they have, at the most what they would make for the extra game that so in the CBA two fifty k is the yeah cap. exactly the CBA um the agreement it adds a seventeenth regular season game cuts a preseason game and I think ch- two changes years the from form- now not, I, no not, I think next year actually really I, think I thought so, there yeah. was like a year like a gap between one it, might, it play- might be it might be the twenty twenty one season the playoff yeah. thing is immediate if yeah. that gets passed yeah but. it might be the twenty twenty one season yeah. but yeah. Um, either way, very, very rather immediately or soon after. And then like changing the playoff rules a bit into a system that seems very weird considering how nice the NFL playoffs work already. Yeah. Um, and with all of this, basically you would expect players to be making a lot more money, but the most they could get is like a two. And this is the most. So for the it's top capped at 250K, 250K for the game, which in my opinion, if I'm a player, Putting my body on the line for an extra week a season is not worth that quarter mil. Especially because that's for the top-end players, That's too. what I'm saying, And they're yeah. making more than that for the other 16. Yeah, why would I want this? Yeah. You know? Yeah, but you were saying. But my point is, like, facts like that, right? They're essentially, I think what he, what Pat was saying was the NFL or someone relate, someone in there, the owners, is like kind of – because think about it this way. Yeah. all the st- A lot of the stuff that's been leaked – the, the the games and stuff, but then it's also like all these player benefits, all of this, all of that. It's a very selective. But the players are very tight lipped, and they yeah. don't really tell. They're not saying why they don't like it. Yeah. So from the for the public, the public are going to side with the owners because they're going to be like, "Why are you saying no?" Because we don't know why they're saying no. Yeah. And he said that the concern is last time they did the CBA, he felt like they rushed it because they got pressured into it because they were kind of losing the perception battle. Yes. Yes. Because they don't say anything. Yeah, I was gonna say because the well, here's the thing too. If a random NFL player says like the CBA has this like terrible consequence based on something, yeah, he'll be like, oh, that's one person saying that, whatever. That's yeah. probably their perception. All these players saying, yeah. So all the and like the thing is, is like from a fan's mind, you love players, but owners keep teams. Yes, there, yes, yes. Right. So unless you're like the Chargers, yeah, then you just get moved. Sorry, all around. Nick. Yeah, sorry, Nick. Then you get moved all around, and you'll probably get moved again. Yeah, but. I think it's really interesting that, like, I'm wondering why they're saying no. It's the 250K, but there's got to be more. No, there has to be. And, like, here's, again, I think a lot of it, too, is just, like. like there's, like, free health care after you retire and all sorts of Yes, nice and that stuff's all good, and I'm sure they would like to negotiate that in there. However, 
the idea of playing an extra football game is just so meaningless. For less than what you, for like essentially for, at most an amount that's probably less than what you make for the other. It's a 16. negligible amount from what like it's a negligible pay rate. Also, real quick. Yeah. So that five billion dollar revenue shift, people were like, "Wow, the players are getting five billion more dollars." Yeah, that comes from a one point five percent increase in the revenue. Yeah, share. yeah. So that shows how much money this fucking league. Exactly, makes. it's insane. Yeah, but, but like, I understand where the players are coming from, even based on that, because I see a bunch of like bunch of idiots on Twitter like, I'd go play a football game for two hundred fifty. Or like 000. you're playing a high schoolers game or whatever. Yeah, like a child's but, game at but, a high but, level. What I would say shit. is like, yes, I would go on the NFL field and play a game for two hundred fifty thousand. But it's about relative. Like we're talking, we're not, we're not yeah. talking about that salary compared to what we make. Yeah, it's compared to what they Look, make. If you're making ninety thousand dollars a year, yeah, I'll take are you, 50 are you going to? Well, yeah, but here's what I was gonna say. You have if to scale it. If you're scaling it, if you're making nine thousand dollars a year or ninety thousand, sorry, ninety thousand dollars a year. Yeah, good salary. Are you going to work every Saturday? that year for an extra thousand that's essentially what that's what i'm saying you wouldn't you would never do that because the 250k is for a player who makes probably well like what number per year 250k he's making like over 20 mil 20 mil a year like that's pocket change for them but that's that's what i'm saying like why would i work all those why i risk a severe injury yes and for for a game that's worth less than the other 16 and for someone that has like an off shop it's like why would i exhaust myself yeah for that extra thousand especially if you're on a playoff run yes and the thing is, too, is, like, if they do the 17th game, don't you run the risk of a lot of players, like, Injuries. sitting out? And sitting out, anyway. And yeah. then it's, like, a shitty week. Yeah. Week 16 already kind of sucks. Yeah. there's Week 16 has, like, two good games. Because or I guess like, it's week 17, technically. Yeah. The, the, the last week of the NFL season It's a lot of teams already, resting players because yeah. they've already made it. Which makes sense. Why would you risk them getting hurt? Football is, like, the most, like, the, the sport where the most weird random injuries happen. Yeah. There's just so much contact, you know? You see an old lineman just blocking, then his center falls on his leg, and suddenly he's out for the season. Yeah, it's like like the weird random stuff happens. So specifically, you do you like an extra regular season game? No, you don't feel the need for it. I don't think it's necessary. No. I feel like cutting a week of preseason actually. I might think be that's a good. problem. No, I think really? it's actually. I think I don't know much about this out, preseason argument. I think taking out a preseason game is good, but having that week is still necessary. Just to get ready and yeah, just to get ready, and make the final decisions because yeah. they have enough game action already, kind of at that point. Yeah, I know which is the week that the starters I, play the most. Three, it's usually. the last. It's usually week three, and then week four is when they like they do all the people who are about to get the cut, fringe guys. The yeah, fringe. which instead you would just do week one is a mix, week two is starters, week three is fringe, week four is bye week slash practices, and then so that's know. fine. Yeah, I can see that. Preseason football sucks anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like you know and. I think if you wanted to add an extra regular season game, it'd have to be for the same money as you've done the other games. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, why would anyone want to play it? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's 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 why I see like where the player that's like, where Richard Sherman was like, look, he, like I don't like it, like, and I can see where exactly he's coming from. Or especially a guy like JJ Watt who's been dealing with a lot of injuries because he plays he mm-hmm. plays very rough too. Like, yeah. He's not gonna want to play an extra game if he no. needs to. Like, I mean, also I don't like. Mm. Also, like, this isn't as big a deal, but it's you know what's annoying? What? <laughs> the, like, old NFL fans are going to come out of the woodwork and be bitching. It's going to be like, oh, the only reason his stats are so good is he gets to play an extra game now. And it's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and they already do that, the 14 versus 16. Yeah. This, just I shut mean, up, dude. To be fair, OJ Simpson did rush 2,000 yards <laughs> in a 14-game season. Well, my issue with, can't take that away from me. Well, my issue with all that is, like, you can't help the era you play in. No, like, of course. Yeah. yeah, like, look, you could, like, you know, there, Joe Montana, 
Joe Montana was the greatest quarterback in his era. Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, Joe Namath was considered to be a great quarterback in his time. However, Joe Namath, by today's measure of what a Sucks. good quarterback, horrendous, awful. Exactly. Yeah. Or the fact that, like, Drew Brees didn't make the 100 list because Yeah, because, like, he's Jim Thorpe, who played in, like, 1930. good in the 1930s. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then the other one is this playoff fuck up which i don't i don't particularly love it just because i think the nfl playoffs are already pretty solid i think they have a great system yeah. fun fact if they did do this playoff system yeah the steelers would have never missed the playoffs in their this entire decade really yep that's stupid the years they I'm missed sorry, the, year, the years they missed it they yeah. were a fringe for making a wild card spot so what explain to me like the difference that puts them in like what is it they add an extra team in and they're like you know how they do the in the hunt yeah. the in the hunt graphics yeah so like for context, right now, what is it? Six teams make it? Yeah. They're the seventh team. And, like, the overall rankings, they finished seventh in a couple years. That's so, stupid. So, if you add a, if they were to have, to have had it this decade, they would have just never missed the playoffs because they were always the seventh team when they missed it. That's a stupid Which idea. also, honestly, still speaks to how good that team usually is. No, of course. Yeah, It's no. always a fringe I'm, playoff I'm not team. Talking about, I'm not trying to disrespect the Steelers or anything. I just like think that's a fun fact. It's a fun fact, It's a fun fact, yeah. They would just have never yeah. missed it if they just added a... But, so, was it, we're going to get, like, an 8-8 eight and eight team in the playoffs? A seven Basically. and nine team in the playoffs, like we've had the seven and nine team yeah, in the playoffs. They, it was the Seahawks that one year they won their division, and they actually won a playoff game. But <laughs> yeah, like, the Beastquake. But like, yeah, the Beastquake and everything. But like, all I'm saying is like, so what? Every year we get like a seven and nine or eight and eight football team in there that gets blown out. Probably gets blown out by like a yeah, thirteen and three. I will team. say some of the years they, the Steelers missed the playoffs, they were like ten and six or nine six and one yeah, or yeah. something like that. That but, was but here's the th- like but, here's the thing. This year, okay, the Steelers ended eight and eight. And they had no offense. They had no offense. The reason why – oh, wait, they finished 9-7? 8-8. Eight 8-8, eight. Eight eight. okay. The Impressive, by the impressive, way. Impressive, yeah, and the Titans won getting the spot in front of them. They were 9-7. I, I was super happy the Titans got the spot instead because – Because they had more of a threat to do damage. Yes, because the Titans were a significantly better team. They started out slow with Mariota, at Mariota, with Mariota at quarterback. Yeah. They switched to Handhill and everything took off. I'm like, this is a much better dynamic team than the Steelers. <laughs> the Steelers getting in are going to lose in the first round. The Steelers, was, because the I Steelers do not were trust... a great defense, and then an offense held together by like – like duct tape, duct tape and like. I, I did not trust the quarterback tandem of Duck Duck Hodges, Hodges and Mason and Rudolph, and Paxton Lynch to give me exciting playoff football. You weren't, because the way the Steelers were winning games is they would just shut down offenses, yeah. and you then the, their offense would hopefully, please God, go score at least one touchdown in a game. Yvonne, it was awesome to watch. Derrick Henry, Henry destroy every team he played in the playoffs then, until the Chiefs. Yeah. So all, all I'm saying is like I don't see like what the benefit of adding another team is because like, I feel yeah, like you're gonna it's get cool boring football. Yeah, it's cool when you have football. six games on Wild Card Weekend, but what's the yeah. big deal if two of them suck? Yeah, but, <laughs> like, but then like also like you get teams that just become like or owners that just become fine with mediocrity because like we're making the playoffs each year. That's actually the problem with the NBA. Yeah, there's teams that like slide in as the eight seed all the time, and they're not they're too good to get high draft picks. Yes, yes, but they're not good enough. To like do anything. I'm so happy I'm a Celtics fan. That's all I'll say because like usually we're really good. when you guys were bad, you guys were bad. Yes, it, not terrible, but we grew bad enough. We were bad enough, and then we got like good picks, and we're back to being really good. Yeah, but like that's my but, issue with the Bulls. This year they finally they're they're slipping away from the playoffs. And thank I'm glad. God. Yeah, they need please to. You can, fire everyone. I was about to say because everyone needs to get fired there <laughs> yeah. for your sanity, Vasant. Here's the thing that here's the thing that hurts. Fire okay? Garpax was trending during All Star Weekend, which is in fucking Chicago. You, you this know who weekend. did that? That was Barstool Big, Big Cat. Yeah, because he's yeah. sick of it too. Yeah, solidarity, my solidarity. brother. Well, I was gonna say Ugh. I feel bad for you. You wanna know why? Why? Because you're a bigger basketball fan than me. Yeah, I and am. my team is significantly better than yours. They are. My team is. 
Uh, in, in, in the running so for much. the second seed. I want you to know when we move into our apartment next semester, yeah. Yeah. I have Derek Rose jersey. I'm framing it and putting it up in our living room. <laughs> awesome. Just, Sounds just great. Because I need to look at it. <laughs> you need to remember the good old days. Uh, but, yeah, no, that's. I think that is the problem you get into with the NFL. Yeah. Teams I'm, would just be like, hey, let's slip into the playoffs like, and oh, lose we're fine. in yeah. the first week. Yeah, because I see it in the NBA. There's teams that are like the seventh and eighth. Like, like the Magic. <laughs> Like the Magic will make the playoffs with like a f- below five hundred record, and they get blown out by get the blown Bucks. out. Yeah, and it's like, well, that was a, that that was a successful season. It's like, oh wait, what direction are you going in? <laughs> you're just staying in the same spot. That's what I'm saying. Like you'll get like I don't want the Giants. Okay, if I'm a Giants fan, I am a Giants fan. As a Giants fan, I don't want to see. They would have o- made the playoffs one of those years too. I think someone put probably up yeah. I don't want us to be like seven and nine, nine and seven each year. Yes, we win the Super Bowl whenever we're at 9 and 7. I get it. We're awesome. What happens when you're we're not. the most dangerous 9 and 7 team in the world. But I was going to say I don't want to get addicted to the baseline and just be there. Yeah, hold on. I'm actually going to pull up just for fun. Uh yes. some uh I think his name was uh, Warren Sharp, I believe. Uh he mm-hmm. tweeted out the graphic where he calculated like the teams that would have made it if we had this rule in. So I'm going to just pull that yeah. up for a sec. Well, the Giants will come up like five times. I'll be like, "You know, I'm I'm in favor of this rule now." <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I just I don't want teams to get addicted to mediocrity and just being like, okay, we're fine, so we're good. Um, yeah, okay, here it is. Um, in twenty ten. Okay, the Steelers. Okay, keep in mind. Okay, yes, twenty ten. It was twenty ten the year the Chargers were great on offense and defense, but sucked. They were yes, it's the they year, would have made the playoffs. That so year. that that's the most phenomenal year because they had the number one offense. And I think the number one one defense, number one defense, and they missed the playoffs because their special teams was absolute garbage. Sorry, they, Nick. Sorry, Nick. Yeah, they they it, the special teams would just literally fumble away games. It was insane. Would you like me to go from twenty ten up or twenty ten up? Okay. Yeah. So with the new NFL standard adding an extra team from each conference, yeah. In twenty ten the San Diego Chargers at nine and seven and the G Men at ten and six would have made the playoffs. They missed the playoffs at ten and six. Yeah, they did. Tough. Yeah. Two thousand eleven, nine and seven Tennessee and eight and eight Chicago. Mm-hmm. Two thousand twelve, eight and eight Pittsburgh and ten and six Chicago. Yeah. Two thousand thirteen, eight and eight Pittsburgh and ten and six Arizona. Two thousand fourteen Okay, the Steelers were very like Average for so long. Okay, anyway. Well, yeah. just for those two years. Because yeah, the years I, they're not listed here, they made, they made the, playoffs. the playoffs. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. 2014, 9 and 7 Houston, 10 and 6 Philly. Yeah. 2015, 10 and 6 New York Giants, 8 and 8 Atlanta. 2016, 9 and 7 Tennessee, 9 and 7 Tampa Bay. Jameis would have been on that team, I'm yeah. pretty sure. <laughs> 2017, 9 and 7 Playoff Baltimore, Jameis. and 9 and 7 Detroit. And then 2018, 9, 6, and 1 Pittsburgh, 8, 7, and 1 Minnesota. And then last year it would have been the 8 and 8 Steelers and then the 9 and 7 Rams. There's too many 8 and 8 teams. That's They're that's, all Pittsburgh. I know, but like I'm Which, saying. Shout out to you guys for being consistent. Consistency. I, yes. It's very respectable. But again, that's my. Too many 8 and 8 teams, you know? Like that's just my problem. Too many 8 and 8 teams. But. goes in i guess it won't be the worst thing in the world but like i'm more I, i'm I'll more be, i'm skeptical i'm skeptical yeah i'm definitely skeptical well uh moving on from the cba yes do we want to talk about this like do you do, like do you personally really have much to say about all this like the young rapper the young artist dying young not much i just don't want it to keep happening yeah it's not That's, really like i don't I, even know what you'd say but i hate it like, i hate it but like the thing is like it's not even like there's a direct like 
it's always drugs. It's always violence. It's, it's a mix of it's a, bunch a mix of, things. of both usually. Yeah, and like I, and then suicide. Yeah, I. There's a bunch of things that are happening with them, and I just yeah. like I like. As like uh, Marshawn said, like protect yourself, protect your chickens. You know. Yeah. Like just don't take care of yourself. Yeah, just be careful. Fuck J Station. I swear to God, if I see a pop smoke J Station, video. I swear I'm gonna kill him if he does. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Station loves this shit. He got content forever. I know, I know. Um, anyway, what do you want to? Well, I do. For? I I've talked to you a little bit about this, and uh, mm-hmm. I just want to say, like, kind of like we haven't talked about much music this year. Yeah, it's been a pretty mediocre year, though. I do want to talk about the 07 of Shake One because Arjun oh, do you listen requested to it, it. Yeah, I got through it. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, we can talk about that at the end. But before we do talk about 07 of Shake, yeah, we have time. Yeah. We're- I just want to talk about something that has been, like, on my mind. The mediocrity of music this year? This year is so mediocre. This year has been... There there have been good albums. It started really slow. There have been good albums. There have been really good albums. There's been a really good EP. Yeah. There's been one great album, in my opinion, which is Mac. That was Um, really good. That's that's the sole great album of the year so far, in my opinion. You're probably right. (laughs) Um... And then there have been a bunch of bad. mid to bad, and then a few awful. Changes sucked. <laughs> yeah, have you listened to it yet, all the way? Uh, most of it. Yeah, that's a bad. One. Like, try we, and fi- try and finish it for next episode. We could honestly do it. I think I'm two songs short. Are you? Yeah, I'll look at the. Let me look at the track list because I think I got bored. Well, all the songs sound the same, so you know it's kind of. I got bored yeah. at some point, and I stopped listening to it. I yeah, that's. About I finished it, right? Tame or most of Tame, which was solid. Yeah. What I was gonna say was like, so we're go- we're kind of going through a rut musically here. Also, I've kind of enjoyed talking about this stuff more than the music, if we're being honest. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say like, just kind of like why like music hasn't been like. So okay, so for the changes thing, I'm not. Do I have to listen to the remix of Yummy? Does that count? You really don't. It's the same thing. Okay, so I didn't do that. So I've listened to everything. I haven't listened to That's What Love Is, and at least for now, which are the last two. I think you can give a pretty solid. I have gone through. I think you give a pretty solid opinion up of changes until confirmation. I think you. I think you can give a pretty solid opinion because again, the last few songs are nothing different from what you heard before. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. But like, so I just I just keep forgetting to put. I'm like really. I need to go in the spreadsheet and update a bunch of my ratings anyway. So I've listened to so much music this year. Like you've been already. just kind of picking up pieces, trying I, to find I've something. I've been listening to everything. Aiden's, Aiden's been scrounging. I've been looking for everything, and I cannot get out of, like, a four to a seven bubble, usually. You that's know? actually kind of been the problem. That's the problem. Because, like, if everything... Because for me, Tame Impala is, like, a seven. That's a fair... Yeah. I Like, I, I would go slightly higher, but, like, I like I get that. Yeah. It was just but, nice. Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, um... But like a lot of times, also, I have I've just had music that hasn't given me much of like a reaction. You know what's really bothered me this year what? for music? No bangers, really, man. Not many bangers. No. Not many hard hit. Like what's popping is probably like the best banger. That's not even a banger to me. It's like a low key one. Cause it's just like it's fun. You vibe with it. You're like, what's popping? I want something hard. Brand new whip. Where is it? The well, Duke Deuce. Duke song Deuce. I got the... you with the Duke Deuce songs. Don't worry. That shit was good. But... Yeah, yeah, I know, right? But that's all I crunk got. Dead, crunk ain't dead. Because like I yeah. work out and shit, and sometimes I want to get pumped up, and I'm like, damn, I'm listening to this shit from 2017. It's look, I love. Shofu still goes harder than most of what's <laughs> come out this year. Like... I was gonna say, it's like, look, I love the box and everything, but I'm not throwing the box on when I'm working out. Yeah. You like, know? You just, as you pick up a weight, <laughs> <laughs> going up. 
<laughs> but I like that song, but I just can't do yeah, it. It's melodic. It's not like a bang. What song were we listening to? Is the song off Cardi B's uh, the Migos one? Drip. Yeah, that song is hard. Yeah, that song. And hits. I haven't. Had, there's not a song like that this year. Yeah, it's that's that's one of the biggest problems too. Where it's like a lot of this stuff is so melodic. Because right even Denzel stuff weren't really bangers. Yeah, which I'm fine. Look, yeah, I, I really album, liked Denzel. That was a really good project. Yeah, but that's an yeah. EP, by the way. Yeah, really good project by him and Kenny. Definitely. Yeah, but, but once again, not bangers. He switched up the style for that one, so he yeah. kind of strayed away from like. No, yeah, he just kind of he went kind of like a backpack '90s. MF Doom. Yeah. yeah, MF Doom type. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, it was really good. But where's the bangers? Where are guys? my bangers? I need bangers. I I, Run, I can't wait for Run the Jewels four. I That's know, honestly, I, I think gonna be my. Imagine it turns out to be like an indie folk album. God damn! <laughs> Killer Mike singing soulfully on, yeah. on like acoustic. So it's playing a fucking ukulele yeah. and a mandolin. It's just eleven covers of um that that guy's version of uh Somewhere Over the Rainbow, the Hawaiian guy. Oh yeah. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. eleven covers of that <laughs> in different styles. Oh lord, it's just Weezer's Weezer's Teal album. <laughs> Run the Jewels 4 presents RTJ4, the Teal album by Weezer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ugh. But, but music's been pretty sparse. I think most entertainment's been sparse this year. Yes, yes. Mus- movies have been pretty, like, it, movies are usually slow, but. Yeah. Somehow, and I just want to say, this is the thing that's blowing my mind, okay? When you told, you, I remember you asked me in the beginning of the year, is there anything cool happening in Alternative right now? And I said, no. There has been more. That. Yeah, there's been more enjoyment I've been getting out of indie and alternative this year than hip-hop. Because most of the hip-hop albums that have come out have been just, like, okay. I feel bad that we started our playlist thing this year, because it's going to be hard for me to find 10 songs a month at this rate. Well, I listen to more, so I have my 10. I, I think do. I do have 10, but, like, I'm saying, I feel like we got to do a lot more. Oh, we got like, to Last year, we could have yeah. listened to, like, four albums and been like, cool, we got 10. I could have listened to four albums a month and easily put 10 together. Now I have to listen to, like, The last a song I added to... My personal list was from Tame Impala. Yeah, yeah. And I've got three. From, uh, from what? Since you, since Slow you made... Rush is the three. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I liked uh, Posthumous Forgiveness. That was a it's good, a good song. song. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah. So, basically, like the reason why, like you know, music has not been really discussed that much. It's because it's been bad. Not I, bad. It's been it's very not, it's dead. Been, it's just nothing exciting. You know? There's not much for us to talk about. The musicians themselves have been doing more things than the yeah than the music. So pop culture in general has like you know things happen that we talk about. People and, are stupid more often. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's entertaining to talk about and stuff. But like you know, if I listen to like Louis Tomlinson's Walls, I heard that which thing I was did, not good, and it was like pretty bad. But the only thing I could say about it was like, man, that kid listened to a lot of Oasis when he was growing up. There's not much interesting for me to say about it. You got another One Direction number dropping soon, too. I do, Niall Horan, yeah. As, as my mission of apparently listening to every One Direction solo album. Hopefully Zane drops this year, too, so you can really get Yeah, I really one. hope I can get, like, a Harry Styles, Liam Payne, Zane, Niall. Oh, Liam Payne's was Luke. the worst Liam one. Liam Payne's was terrible. That was the worst one. Ugh. <laughs> I um, forgot that came out this yeah, year. Yeah, that, that was last year, but yeah. Oh, that, yeah. that was the, the very tail oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him right. and Harry dropped the same week, and Harry ethered him. It was hilarious. I mean, what were you expecting? Um... It was hilarious, hilarious. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so al- like music this year has been too okay. That's been my problem. It's been complacent. It's been incredibly <laughs> complacent. It has not strived to do anything fantastic. I real like Royce Five Nines album came out. Allegory. We need to the allegory. Get, that's yeah, a lot. To I really through. like it, but even then, I'm like. Not Book of Ryan. It's not a Book of Ryan. It was never going to be. I love the Book of Ryan. It's one of my favorite albums. But I was like, you I did, wish that the was... anti-vax bars ding. A the anti-vax bars were a little sus, yeah. 
He did it twice, right? He did it twice. There two separate songs. I thought there was a skit about it. He may have, yeah. I forget if that was. That's my only thing. There's way too many skits on that album. There are. Most of the skits are fine, though. I would okay. say that. Like, they don't. Are they just people talking, basically, about stuff? Typically, yeah. Okay. It's like Corday, where how the skits kind of like. Okay, well, here's the difference. In the allegory, the skits don't hurt the album. In The Lost Boy, the skits actually kind of boost the album a bit. Because it gives uh. you, like. The skits in The Lost Boy all felt very relevant. And also, the songs led it to them very smoothly. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, it all felt tied together and relevant. What were the anti-vax bars? I don't remember them off the top of my head. I, I, just, remember look hearing, them up. I just remember hearing them and going, uh, <laughs> Royce, you good there? Here's the thing. Uh, I yeah. wasn't aware. I, I didn't even... Freddie Gibbs at least did his a little more subtly. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, Freddie Gibbs also <laughs> had an anti-vax. All of the, yeah. keep the vaccines off us. Yeah, yeah. I didn't... Uh, I, I missed that until you told me about yeah, it. Yeah, I did too, because someone in the comments was like, yeah, Freddie Gibbs said it. I was like, oh, really? For yeah. sure. Yeah, because he, he did one passing line where Freddie Gibbs was like, oh, I'm an anti-vaxxer, by the way. <laughs> Without saying it. <laughs> yeah. B- BT dubs. I'm an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> I, I, I was talking to you about this where I was like... Is I M on the new album? He's He has a skit with him in it. Oh. He doesn't have a song. Oh. His, his skit is uh, somewhat interesting, though, I'll okay. say. Yeah. Um, so, I like I really am struggling this year with music because I've listened to a few hip-hop albums, you know? Like, six or seven, I feel like. One sec. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, like, ten or eleven, actually. And the only one that really sticks out as like, wow, that was... So there is a skit that has it. Yeah. The anti-vax one. But yeah, yeah. The song that has the anti-vax one is the one with King Crooked tricked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is was that a it. good song? It, it, I was feeling it, and then <laughs> <laughs> he threw an anti-vaxxer line. I was like, what? <laughs> threw me out of it. Um. Ah, uh, here we go. From day one in the hospital, they target our ch- they target our children. Say so they go to immunize them, and they somehow they got autism. Yeah, that was it. God yeah. damn it! I was Isn't like, the weird gay shit, the anti. Yeah, that there. He seemed a little. Royce, stop it, buddy. Yeah, I. Been off his game on been, some of it. Yeah, yeah, it's still really good, but it's also like, Royce, what are you thinking of some of that? But yeah, I. Just want music to take off a bit. And I, the funny thing was I told you, like, you know, I how I was like, there's nothing exciting happening in Alternative was, like, my opinion at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I have a lot more excitement listening to, like, the upcoming Alternative albums, like, material off that, like, The Strokes and the 1975, like, yeah. Haley Williams, things like that. I think even Selena Gomez for Pop was a good release. She was okay, yeah. But there again, some good was, songs was, on there. There were some good songs, but the album was okay. But, like, the that, fact that that's, she- that's my other problem, okay? There are a lot of albums with really good songs on them, and then, but like, the, the other on. half of the album's just, like, eh. Like Funeral. Yeah, like Funeral. Big James, yeah. great. Funeral. Mamma like, Mia, great. But then half the songs, why? Funeral was like that. Rare was like that with Selena Gomez, where it was, like, some of these songs, like, wow, these are really yeah, good. Yeah, Dance like, Again, Crowded Room, and the then Kid some, Cudi song. Exactly. And Cut then You some, Off. Honestly, half the album is really good, and then, and then half of it's the, just why. Half of it was just Selena Gomez type before. before right? Yeah, it's filler. Eminem, even you know, where oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, ooh, like lock it up is real smooth. I'm like, yeah, oh, darkness damn, is damn, actually really damn. well written. And Godzilla is kind of fun. Yeah, but... and then there's also stuff where you're just like, I'm never gonna listen to this again. Or this. I don't is even remember half the whack. songs. Exactly. On there. Yeah. Um, and that's been like even like a larger issue. Like my best of 2020 playlist. With all the music I've listened to, I want you to understand this. I've listened to like twenty three albums. Mine's I have really short. I've listened to twenty three albums plus a bunch of singles for al- for albums that have not come out yet. That's really short. Mine is a hundred songs. 
Oh, wow, I have a hundred songs because I've listened to so much music. But even then, the ones, the albums that have like five or some songs off of it, are still like sevens out of ten because it's like, I don't love this album. Yeah, it's just like, that they're individual songs. How the really fuck good. the Dreamville bonus edition have like <laughs> have more, more bangers than yeah. most of these? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, man. Yeah, I'm looking at mine, and mine's short because I've been like really off my game. But like, jeez. Yeah. I know. Tough seasons. Don't worry, but we're going to siphon the best of it into our playlist on YouTube. We will month. figure it out. We're, I, I have enough, trust me. I definitely have enough. I should, too. I just need to go. I For me, I just need to go back over. I'm going to get Vasanth on it. Don't worry. I'm, I'm going to send him some stuff his way. <laughs> I'll be fine. Yeah. So, uh, which one do we want to talk about? Let's talk about, um, let's talk about, because it was requested. 07 Shake first. Yeah. 07 Shake. I think that's. I think that should be the only one we talk about, just because this episode's running a bit long. That's right. We're at the hour mark now. That's fine. Um, and we can talk about Modus Vivendi. Yes, Modus Vivendi by R&B artist uh, 07 O'Shake. You've probably heard of her from. She's on Kanye's Yay. Yay. I yep. think that's it, right? Yeah, she's on basically the entire back half of that album. Yeah. Between uh, uh, Ghost Town and uh, Violent Crimes, and not Violent Crimes, right? Violent Crimes is the last track, right? Yeah. Yeah, Violent Crimes. Yeah. Um, so this is her debut. Uh, I believe she's based out of New Jersey. Shout out. Shout out to O7. Jersey gang. Jersey gang. Uh, so I gotta say, this is one of the better albums I've heard this year. It's good. It's, I don't know what modus vivendi means. No idea. I'm gonna look it up actually. (laughs) Yes. But. I think it's Latin. Uh, I think it's got like, conceptually, it's got a vibe. Yes, it it found a very solid sound stuck to it. This like kind of spacey techno sort of thing. Yes, and which made the album very interesting. And then some instances kind of hurt the album, in my opinion. But I kind of get this is that. okay. Um, uh, an arrangement or agreement allowing conflicting parties to coexist peacefully. That's modus vivendi. Okay, that's kind of the. It was very peaceful. It was peaceful. I was, it was like a nice listen. Yeah, I felt floaty. I did feel floaty listening, which to I it. think is sort of maybe what she was going for. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so basically, kind of like give you my experience with this album. Um, I started out and I really, really liked what I was hearing from the beginning, you know, and I liked the sound she was going for. And I was like, this is this is different, this is unique, like this is like not anything. She's I've a heard great singer. She's a great voice. Yeah, voice is fantastic, which is why I think people were like were kind of clamoring for something from her. Yeah, exactly. We got it. And then like a song like The Pines was like so perfectly done. I was like, oh my god, that's awesome. She's She's quite the songwriter, too, yes. if she's the one writing. And then, so basically, like, Don't Break the Silence was a good intro. Come Around, Morrow, The Pines, Guilty Conscious, and Divorce was a great stretch of songs. And The I was opening like, six, yeah. Yeah, I was like, wow. And then we and get then into... After that, It's Forever, Rocket Ship, Microdosing, Nice to Have, Under the Moon. They were all kind of just like, eh? I think she got kind of stuck in limbo that's with all I, those tracks. That's they what I was going to say, They all sort of like yeah. rolled into each other, and I just kind of, I started, I start, I kind of lost where I was at in the that's album was, during yeah. that run. Same thing with me. I was just kind of like, at the beginning of it, I was like, this is really good and like really yeah. cool. And then at a certain point, the song quality kind of dipped a bit. It was still like fine to okay for a while. But it just kind of, they all just kind of became kind of formless yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, similar. It became like, like a mass of music. Yeah, and I was like, I can't really get 
as much into the But then part. I think she picks it up. Yeah. Uh, from Daydreaming. D- I like Terminal B a lot. Yeah, I was going to say Terminal B is really good. Flight and, nine, 319 was a cool ending. Yeah, so she picks it up to close. It actually, in a lot of ways, this album reminded me of Ventura by yeah. Pac. Oh, yeah, just Because Pac had yeah. the same sort of thing where, like, started out mid. No, started out really well with was Come it? Around. Or come I home, forget how come we home, I, I remember there's a part of that album where it just well, yeah. falters and becomes, like, fine. I'm going to say, you're not exactly wrong with, like, the starting part, but I just want to say, like, basically this is the track order, though, okay? Yeah. Come home and make it better, which Great. are both, which is a, a fantastic starting And then too. he, I think, is that when it kind of dips yeah. in the kind of... Yeah, then this is when you hit, like, essentially, like, the meh. unmemorable yeah. part of it, which is winner, reaching too much, winner's circle, good heels, yada yada. That four-song stretch is pretty weak. And then he picks it up again. And then King James happens, Chosen One, Jet Black, Twilight, What Can We Do, which is a fantastic yeah. stretch. So it, same kind of vibe where, like, yeah. start off strong, kind of lose it a bit, the steam slow down in the middle, but then you pick it back up to close. Yes, exactly. And that's kind of how I felt about it. Like, But I also say for, I think this is the debut. This is definitely Yeah, it debut. is her debut. I think it is. Yeah, is for it? her first big project, we'll yeah, say. Yeah. Like, She's had, like, an EP or something. Yeah, this before, is yeah. good, though. Still, this is definitely a really good foundation to start from. Yeah. Like, I, because at this point, I think as you get better and get more experience, you cut out the songs like that middle run. Yeah, you, you and you also can start to, like, play with the sound more. Yeah. Essentially, I don't... I, I, don't want, I hope she doesn't get caught in this, though, because that's, that's what I'm That's what I was going to say. So, there are artists with, like, a specific sound. Like, okay. I'm going to say something, and Arjun, I know you're listening to this because we're going to tell you we're listening to 07 no Shake, but I'm going to say this, and I'm sorry it's going to hurt It's you. Travis. It is Travis. I think Travis has gotten stuck in his sound. I, I wasn't- psych trap, psycho, exactly. psychedelic space trap. Personally, I'm not a huge Astroworld fan. I've, I've said that before. Yeah. I wasn't a huge- I, I think- If we were bigger, and, you would have gotten death threats for that by Exactly, now. yeah. Birds in the Trap was like, okay. I don't it was, like Birds it's in boring. The trap. I really don't like Birds in the yeah. Trap that much. Antidote's a great album. I'm not going to... Rodeo. Rodeo, I mean, sorry. Antidote's I meant Rodeo. On. Yeah, Antidote is on there. Rodeo's fantastic. Rodeo's a great album. It's a classic. It's I'm f- never going to... Also, the first time you got that sound, though. Which one? That's the first oh, the time fir- that the first sound time you gets the- fully exactly. formed. Exactly. But even then, I still feel like it's his strongest release. The overall. production's the most varied on that one. Oh, my God, my yeah. And the songs on there, like, Maria, I'm Drunk, It's the best Antidote. Justin Bieber sounded. Yeah. In. Maria... Yeah, that's that Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber feature, not Justin Beecher. Justin Bieber feature. <laughs> Um, is fantastic. Too bad he couldn't channel that on uh on changes. Yeah, I know that album's really bad. Um, so basically, I'm afraid of her kind of going into the Travis lane. We're now like Travis's features have all kind of fallen in the same spot where they face out the beat, and he does a little singing, and then at one point he'll go exactly. He'll go into like his high register at one point too. You know, he did all well, of the Travisisms in the first like. 45 seconds of his feature on that Bieber song. Oh, I'd never heard, like, a, like a more careless... He did not want to do that song. That's what it really felt like. <laughs> he did not want to do that song. Yeah, but, like, so I remember on, on Rodeo, though, like, 30, like three uh, 3,500 with Future and 2 Chains, banger. You remember that one, right? Oh, yeah. 300, you know that one? Yeah. Banger. 300 for the row? Yeah, that one, banger. That song started. 90210. Beautiful sounding. My favorite Travis Scott song is still Oh My This Side. Oh My This Side's really good. Because it uses the same sample as Bank Account. By it the does, yeah. But it's slowed down so well. It's so nice. Quavo sounds really good on that song. Yes. Um, also, the lyrics were kind of cool on that one, too. Yeah. But, like, there are songs on on Rodeo I still go back to. 
even the songs I did like on Astro World, I was not. I I don't really go back to that yeah. much. I think Astro World. I realized this later. I liked it. Quite, I thought it was pretty good when I first listened to it. I don't go back to it. Yeah, like, it lacked I, going back pull. I didn't like it that much, but I was like, oh, there's a few songs in here. I think I'll go back to. And now, like when I listen to them, I'm just kind of like. And the only song eh. off of Birds I even listen to is Goosebumps, but I think that's a common. Goosebumps in for me. I also like Through the Late Night too. Yeah. Goosebumps is like a weird song because I honestly feel like it's like it doesn't belong on that project. It I think doesn't. it's too good for that project. Yeah, that I, I agree. Travis's rapping on that is some of the best he's ever had. Because when he applies himself, his songwriting can be pretty interesting. But yes. I think he's got it's, it's a very good application of a tired theme in pop music, which is like the lo- your love is my drug type thing. Yeah. But it's such a like it's such good. a well written version of I it. I think he's gotten a bit too absorbed in production. Yes, and I know this has become like a discussion about Travis too randomly, but I'm that is like the thing that with 07 no shake that I'm like please don't go into that. Cuz it's a cool aesthetic and it fits her well, but I if she's going to she's got to be the variety is the concern. If she's going to get too caught up in this kind of vibe that she's not going to really change it up enough and it's yeah. going to become a problem. Or? And this is the issue that musicians usually have too is like you change your sound and suddenly a bunch of your fans don't like it. Yeah. I'm not someone who like dislikes a song from an artist because it sounds different than what they previously done. Oh. Typically I'm in I'm all in favor of it. If it's yeah. good, I'm for it. Like one of my favorite bands is the Killers. Each of their albums is like a drastically different stylistic. type of stylistic yeah. thing for each of them. Yeah. And a lot of times fans like are like, I don't know about this one, I don't know about this one. As long as the song quality is good on that album, I'm behind it. Yeah. Muse is kind of similar. There are times where they dip into like they did like really like techno shit. Yeah, with the last techno-y, one. and then like other times they've been more hard rock back earlier in their days. And then they tried to do hard rock again with Drones, which was not good. No one likes Drones. Yeah, Drones is the bad Muse album, just straight out. The really bad Muse album. Yes, exactly. I don't even listen to Muse, and I can tell you. Can all, you've already you know the reputation of it. Essentially, yeah, I've heard yeah. About it. yeah. Drones is really bad, and like again, that's a time where it's like, oh, it's not because they switched up the sound. It's just the album's not good. <laughs> like, but even on that album, there's some songs I'm like, oh, it's pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. with 07 and Shake, I think it's good. I'd yeah. give it like a, a seven. Yeah, I'll go seven and a half out of ten. Yeah. I, really, I do like it. It's I do good. Like it. I just want to see her grow, not just get stuck in this. Yes. Band. Please grow. Please keep going on a great trajectory. It's a good album, though. Yeah. I'd go listen to it, though. I think it's I think it's a worthwhile listen. You'll definitely take some songs off it. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because at this point, that's all we can do this year. Yes. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I could do this year. I think an album is okay to good. Take, I like, three songs off. I don't realize how good we had it this past year. The past two years, even. Yeah, the year before that, we had... 2019, we had... Okay, 2019, for popular music, with, Not like... great. There were no, like, big releases. But they're all really good underground. Exactly. Tyler's probably the best pop. Really. Yeah, yeah. Him and Billy. Yeah, exactly. Like, for the mainstream... Lizzo, she got popular after the release. So yeah. I've seen people who aren't, like, into music, like me and you, where we kind of, like, go under the initial mm-hmm. surface. Yeah. Say, like, 2019 was a really bad year. I don't think so. I think 2019 was dope. I think 2018 was really good. 2018 was really good from, like, the big names, too. And, yeah, and Daytona came out that year. Yeah. Taboo came out that year. Yeah. Book of Ryan came out that year. Mm-hmm. 1975 came out that yes, year. Yes, of course. Vince dropped FM that year. Which is dope, And yeah. there was way more that I'm ignoring. Snail Jid. Mail was that Snail year. Snail Mail, Jid. Jid was that year. Yeah. Oh, my God. Father John Misty was yeah. that year. 2018 is an incredibly memorable year for Jeez. music. Think about that. 2018 was incredibly memorable. There was a, if I go look at that graphic, because it's oh, on the Twitter page, it's y- loaded. It's absolutely loaded with big names that made big albums. And that's... Pusha T destroyed Drake that year? Yeah. Was that, no, wait, was that 20? No. Was that 2018? Yeah, that was 2018. Adonis? Yeah, okay. yeah that was 2018. Basically, here's the identities by each year, in my opinion, okay? 2018, 
the big names ruled and the big names showed up typically typically okay you still yeah. had your logics and you know drake like and drake scorpion. yeah scorpion was bad uh, but typically the big names showed up and Migos too like culture too was bad yeah um typically the big names showed up played ball they, that year they played ball um 2019 belonged to the underground and i think 2020 has got the vibe of we're starting slow. Because a lot of the releases, there's a lot of interesting releases on the calendar for like summer. Exactly, yeah. But like we're really struggling 2020 right 2020 is we're kind of just like wading into this slowly and being like, let's get our feet wet a bit with some okay music. A, a lot of okay music and nothing great. Yeah. Well, again, a few great. But like. It's been, we've been sticking to the middle right now. Exactly, yeah. And then. Next year, or like later on, it should really hit. I, I we haven't updated the spreadsheet, but I think right now, if we update, I think both our ratings are falling closer to like f- we're like in like the. F- I was below five at one. I I was below six at one point. Yeah, which was not good. We're hiding around six. Yeah, I'm my average at my and average rating la- for an I album. I think in our good years, we're like around six, but we're like closer to seven. Yeah, like so, 2019, we were both like near seven. Which is crazy. Yeah, I don't know what 2018 was. Cause... Uh, 2018, I was like a 6.3 or something. Yeah. And like you were like a little higher, I think. I was 6. Point... Okay, so 2018, to give you like the example, okay? Yeah. And these all seem like marginal marginal differences, but in like music, it actually, and, like when you're dealing with a 10-point system, yeah. this is pretty significant, okay? Yeah. 2018, I had 6.2, you had 6.3. Yeah. We so, also listen to a lot of music. We listen to 100... Like between the two of us, I think 2018 like was more than 2019. Music. Oh, it was by a lot because 28, uh, 2018. I don't know exactly what each of us was, but we both definitely listened to over a hundred albums. Yeah, that was a lot of music in 2018. And it came out to like a 6.2 and a 6.3. Yeah. Last year, between the two of us, it only hit like 92 on the spreadsheet. So we'll assume we hit. We both listened to in the 80s. Yeah. I had 6.58, so nearly 6.6. You had 6.74. So we were both closer to seven. Yeah, and now this year. Well, this year's not. I haven't updated. You my barely rating. listen to anything. I have listened. Yeah. To, I have. I just have to add my numbers in. But to give you an idea, though, I have a six. He's a six point two. And that's not good, in my that's opinion, because when I update it, my <laughs> shit's gonna drop. Exactly. That's my not shit's good. not going. Once up. he puts Beaver in there, it's gonna go. Because I think the only one that's good I have to add in are oh seven and Tame, and then I think everything else on there I didn't like yeah. that I've listened to. Yeah. So, oh boy. Halsey wasn't even that bad. Was <laughs> Honestly. it? Halsey was not terrible. I, I like, skimmed through. Okay, yeah. Went through. Halsey was, like, mediocre. But, man, Bieber sucked. I know. I oh, know. my I know. God. Bieber's Halsey terrible. wasn't even aggressively bad. She was just annoying. Oh, Bieber's boy. isn't aggressively bad. It's just boring. It's, it's li- just no, so You know why boring. it's aggressively bad? Because he won't shut up about marketing. It's bullshit. Oh, I know, yeah. that It makes you want to dislike it more. I tried to be as objective as I, possible, dude, and I still hate me it. Me and Aiden were in here uh, skimming through the Bieber songs before we, the album the album dropped that day, and like five of the songs have the same beats. The boop, 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 uh, boop. It's off. It's, we could go into it. We'll save it for next <laughs> week. <laughs> It's like, hey, you know that song that goes beep, boo boo bop, boo boo beep? That's from Mr. Krabs. <laughs> it's, literally the, it's literally the Bieber it, album. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally, if I had to ask about Justin Bieber, I was like, hey, you know the song on Change that goes beep, boo boo bop, boo boo beep? You'd be like, oh, this one? No, not that one. This, this one? one? No. Not that, that one. That one? This one? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. Fuck that album. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get, get to Changes it. next week. It's yeah. bad. Anyway, thanks for listening. Yep. Uh, we're doing pretty good numbers-wise. Yep. In case I you guys y'all cared. I hope y'all had fun with this episode. We appreciate all your support. Send in. Any if you guys want to send in like a pick for worst of the week, basically, yeah. we'll do that. 
any nominees. I'm. I think maybe I'll take the lead on the next one. I guess. Yeah. We'll, if you we'll want. switch back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Also, I will say I got a notification. But if from you have f- any nominees, let me know. I got a notification for my phone. We already yeah. got some nominees for next week. Really? Oh, I can't wait uh, to hear about this. Yeah. Do you want to hear about an hour? No, I'll save it for next. We'll week. save it. We'll okay. save it for next. We'll save it. No spoilers. Save it. Anyway, thank you guys for listening, for being, supporting us as we keep this up, and uh, I do want to just slide this in there. Uh, me. And Aiden, we should be good for our apartment next semester. Yep, we're getting so, married. Yeah. <laughs> no, so hopefully we can do that. All that stuff I said about making it more in house and like actually having a cool video component. Yeah, that'd be nice. Because like I've been slacking on the YouTube videos, but like it takes so long to render them, and then for what? Because no one even listens to them. <laughs> on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like maybe it's best we just chill on. We can it chill on the YouTube part and, then and we'll just come back bring it later. back when we actually have something going on. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, as usual, have a good week. Uh, you always know where to find us on Twitter, podcast underscore half. If you ever want to DM us, go ahead. And yeah, that's all I got. What about you? Uh, thank you all for listening. I love you. I love you. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good one. Do your best to shine. Stay thriving. Yes, Be the sir. kings and queens and whatever in between that you are. Yes, sir. And of course, most of all, stay green. Yes, sir. Bye. Bye.